It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Hey everybody, welcome to the MLB.com Extras Astros podcast. We're back for the postseason and also the offseason. We'll take you right through to spring training in 2019. Tim McMaster here along with Brian McTaggart. We are recording this, Brian, right after Game 2 of the ALCS. The Red Sox win 7-5 to over the Astros in a game where, as usual, the Astros didn't quit late. They put a threat on in the ninth inning and, and they got close. But let's start with this game at the beginning. Garrett Cole wasn't the same Garrett Cole that we saw in the division series. What to you were the differences between the dominant guy we saw against Cleveland and then the guy that struggled a little bit tonight against the Red Sox? Well, he certainly had trouble with the secondary stuff early on and, and was really battling that. That led to a lot of traffic pitching out of the stretch, you know, things he didn't do in Cleveland when he, you know, he went out there and dominated for seven innings and struck out 12. But you know, after he, he gave up the double to Jackie Bradley Jr. that put the Red Sox ahead, he, he pitched very well and ended up retiring, I think, the final 10 batters he faced, which was key because, it, you know, it saved some bullpen arms. But, you know, I'm sure he wish he, he could have done that early on. But, it, it, you know, obviously the error hurt him big time, you know, the throwing error you had in the first inning. But he, he just couldn't spot his secondary stuff. And, of course, he's got the good fastball, but he needs to have that curveball and the slider to go with it. Yeah, the error was tough, and then obviously he gets Bradley in one big spot with the bases loaded, but then Jackie Bradley gets him for the big three-run double, and he talked a little bit about that play and how that went down after the game. Let's listen to Garrett Cole. I was having a little bit of trouble that inning, you know, trying to feel my way through the strike zone, and um, I felt that after I uh, had got the count back to 2-1 that I was going to just try to execute a fastball down and away, and um, I executed it down, but it creeped over the plate too much which I guess gave him enough barrel to be able to just you know put it right on the wall down there and then you know not really catching a break with it rolling on this awkward piece of padding all the way down was unfortunate um but you know that alludes back to the first question where you put yourself in that position so even though you know you make a pretty decent pitch there he puts a you know pretty decent swing on it and gets rewarded all right, so that was Garrett Cole on the loss, and you said it. He, he really did end up pitching pretty well, but some, some tough moments got to him. Um, the Astros didn't go away. They get a run in the ninth. They get the tying run at the dish. It's, of course, who else? Alex Bregman. And he hits it to as far to left as you can hit it, really, without it getting up against the Green Monster, but it's caught. Let's hear from Bregman, too, though, because after the game, he kind of had some fun with it and the fact that he knew right away it wasn't gone, but he looked at what could have been. Here's Alex. I knew I popped it up. I missed it. Um, Just cut it a little bit. If I stayed above it a little bit more, it would have been a homer. We'd have been tied up, still playing right now. Osuna would have been in the game. and uh Uh-oh. The amazing thing you get from that is just how confident this guy is, right? Yeah, he is. And I, I think everybody in the press box turned to each other and said, oh, what if he hits a home run here? Just because um, he, he's the guy, if you're the Astros, you want up in that situation. And I, I guarantee you that he couldn't wait to get up to the plate in that situation. And 
when he hit it, I mean, it didn't look great. But here at Fenway, you never know. And, you know, I was watching Ben and Tendi track it, and I thought, wow, if he, t- I thought he was about to turn his head and look up, and, and they, they would have tied the game. But, yeah, Alex is, is playing very confidently right now, which is no surprise. He's done that all year. I mean, he's playing a great third base. It's weird. He does not have a hit in this series, but his on-base percentage is 700. I mean, he's drawn, what's uh, six, seven walks, I think, and he's also got hit by a pitch. So, He's having a great series for someone who's not hitting, and I think the hits are going to start to come, and, boy, that would have been a big one for the Astros if he could have tied the game. He's played great at third base as well. He's kind of getting the Bonds treatment, but it doesn't seem to affect him, right? No, it doesn't. I mean, he'll be happy to take walks. He's done that all year. He was close to 100 walks. I mean, he, he hit 30 homers, drove in 100, scored 100 runs, and he, he walked 96 times, does not strike out. It's a very tough at bat when you're facing Alex Bregman. You're going to have to really pitch to him. And he's really good if you're in the strike zone. He will make you pay. So uh, the Red Sox, you know, I think obviously are pitching around him a little bit. And, and some of the other Astros are going to have to step up. I'll, you know, Altuve had a hit tonight, but he hasn't done much. You know, Marwin had the homer, still hasn't done a whole lot. Guys like Guriel, home run, not much else. So other than Springer, who has three hits and, and four RBIs, uh, not much else on the lineup so far for the Astros. You mentioned Springer. I was going to get to him at some point. Let's do it now. 11-game post-game hitting streak. He's got all the home runs as well, uh, but he got another hit in this one. Um, what is it about the postseason? I mean, he's great all year, don't get me wrong, but 11-game postseason hitting streaks and Astros record, he's just been incredible in the playoffs. Yeah, he's certainly Mr. October Astros edition, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at the second half of his season, he had a good second half, not a great second half coming out of the All-Star game, didn't hit for much power, was good for a single a night, maybe the occasional double or homer. But once the playoffs started, I mean, he took it to another level. I mean, I, I think he's a, a guy like Bregman who who wants to play in these big games, who, um, you know, he swings the bat very hard. So when he hits it, it goes far. Now, remember, World Series game one, 0 for 4, 4 strikeouts. Since then, he's hit in, a, in 11 in a row. It's been, uh, it's been pretty remarkable. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, when, when he was up with guys on base, I mean, we, again, we were saying, boy, this is the guy you want up, and then he hits the, the double to right field. No surprise that he's succeeding in those situations. All right, let's look back on, on happier times for the Astros, and that was game one. They did get the split here in Boston, which is huge, obviously going home for three in a row in Houston and Justin Verlander. He just does what he does in the postseason. He's incredible. He came into Fenway. He dealt with the crowd, the Justin chance, everything. Had the one rough inning, but overall, he's just so poised out there. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's he's done this a long time now, uh, pitched in a lot of big playoff games and for the Tigers and the Astros. So, um, you know, and he's really become a different pitcher since coming over to Houston. He's pitching like he did five, six years ago because when he came to the Astros, you know, he had been floundering a little bit with the Tigers in the first half of 2017. But obviously he's like Cole. He's changed the way he pitched a little bit and um, is sort of rejuvenated himself at 35 and Heck, was talking the other day about wanting to pitch uh, several more years. And I know I've talked to him before and he, he thinks he can get the 300 wins. He, he just got 235. I would not put it past him. But the good thing for the Astros is Garrett Cole is going to go again in this series. So, if you know, if they can get, uh, you know, game three and know they have Cole – I mean, I'm sorry, Cole, I mean Verlander again. If they can get game three with Verlander in their back pocket still, I mean, that's the game they'll, they'll feel good about. Cole had a spot tonight, obviously early, where it, they fell behind two to nothing, but he got out of the bases loaded jam. And it seemed huge at the time. And, and later in the game, it really seemed huge when they took the lead. Verlander, similarly, um, it was 2 nothing Astros. The Red Sox come back to tie it 2-2, to two, but then he doesn't let them take the lead. And it seemed like that was really the moment of that game. Yeah, it was. And great pitchers do that, I think. And I, I thought really when, when Cole uh, 
once once the Astros took a 4-2 lead and he went out there and went 1-2-3, I was like, okay, well, the Red Sox had their chance. And, you know, and then they came back with the big Bradley thing. You know, different story for Verlander. And, you know, he really shut the door right there. And, that, and that's what that's what aces do is, uh, is what, you know, when your team goes out there and gives you the lead, you know, you, you hold on to it. So, um, you know, I'm certain we'll see a better Garrett Cole next time. And, and uh, Verlander at home, I think, is going to be very, very confident no matter what the series is when he gets the ball. All right, off day on Monday as they travel to Houston. Let's look ahead to game three now. It's Dallas Keuchel going for Houston, Nathan Avaldi for the Red Sox. Um, what do you expect to see from Keuchel? Uh, he obviously went into a, a chance to sweep the Indians in game three in the division series, and they came away with the victory, even if he wasn't maybe as sharp as he can be. Yeah, it's hard to say with Dallas. You know, he, he really, after July 1st, he really pitched well. And even into the playoffs, I was getting questions about Keuchel and the bad season that he had. He did not have a bad season. He had a pretty good season. He didn't have a 2015 Dallas Keuchel season, but he pitched so poorly the first six weeks. Uh, you know, he was sitting at 3-8 and eight with an ERA over 5, and you're wondering the viability of him still in the rotation. But his body of work over the last 20 starts was really good. Um, he's still not been the dominant Dallas Keuchel that we saw a couple of years ago. He has the ability to do that. Will he do that? I'm not sure. You know, it obviously feels better pitching at home. You know, he went 15-0 and 0 at home just a few years ago. So it's hard to say what to expect. Um, I, you know, I think he's going to rise to the challenge. He's a really good competitor. You, you don't think of guys who you know, don't throw 98 like Verlander and Cole as, as good competitors. Dallas Keuchel competes out there as good as anybody with the stuff that he has. So, you know, I think he'll be up for the challenge. You compare the ballparks, and I feel like there's big differences, but also in some ways similarities. Left field is short in both, but it was cold here in Boston. The Astros aren't necessarily used to that. Houston, it's going to be warm. There's going to be a roof probably. It's going to be 72 degrees. Um, it was loud here, but not like it is in Houston. Just talk about what you expect the, the vibe to be like at Minute Maid. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty raucous. Now, it is an afternoon game. I don't know if that's going to affect people or not. Four o'clock uh, Houston start. But, yeah, I mean, uh, um, it's uh, w the roof will be closed. I mean, I think the temperatures are actually going to be cool in Houston this week, believe it or not. But I think the roof will be closed. And uh, Houston's played very well at home in the playoffs the last couple of years, which is weird because they were not a great home team this year. They were very good on the road. In fact, they, they were only two road wins shy of breaking the all-time or tying the all-time record for road wins in a season. But at home, since the start of the playoffs last year, they've won 10 of 11 games at home. So very tough to beat the Astros at home. You know, the crowd is really into it when the roof is closed, which the Astros want, and they will probably get the roof closed. It gets very, very loud in there. So if they can score some early runs, get the crowd into it, maybe, you know, hit a home run or two in the Crawford boxes, it's going to be a really tough environment for the Red Sox to play. The series is tied 1-1, one to one, and it really feels that way. It feels even after Game 2 with the Red Sox bouncing back. It'll be interesting to see shifting sights to Houston for Game 3 on Tuesday for Brian McTaggart. I'm Tim Faster. Thanks for tuning in to the MLB.com Extras Astros Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.